Good morning, this is Ayo. Welcome back to the podcast. I am more caught up than I have been in five months, so I have a little bit of time. Wanted to jump on the podcast and talk with you all. I am sitting in my bedroom at the desk enjoying a cup of Ganoderma coffee, uh, which means that it is a coffee that is used uh, made using Ganoderma mushroom or reishi mushroom. Reishi is known as the queen of mushrooms. She's known as the mushroom of immortality, spirit mushroom. She helps with all types of things. There's anti-fatigue, helps with insomnia. Um, this also has advanced um, um, Z Adventure Z, so it helps with uh, supporting weight loss, all types of amazing things, and it's available on my website, www.cbdwitch.co. So I hope that you all will treat yourself to a delicious cup of the healthiest coffee you're going to get. Work on the anti-inflammatory, work on the, the overall health, all types of medicinal properties. Um when you're working with reshi and mushrooms isn't it so interesting like i've been reading all of these things online about mushrooms about how they're not really a plant um that there is something in the ancestry of mushroom that's animal and not just plant so i'm really excited about um working with such a complex and mysterious um material when it comes to my health because anything that I do with my health um, from the essential oils to the prayers to the fasting to the fruit that I juice the vegetables that I I juice the things that I use to cleanse my home spiritually and physically the water that I drink the way that I bless the water before I drink it I think of all of these things that contribute to my health in terms of spirit that's just the type of person I am spirit is involved in every aspect of my life so if I get to have a morning cup of coffee <laughs> it's going to be with the spirit mushroom it is and some of you already know how magical mushrooms can be <laughs> so that's what I'm doing um, so yeah I wanted to come on and talk to you guys this morning about something I consider to be very important um, and something that came up for me over the weekend I've had my high school sweetheart come by my sister came by my padrino is here my Ojibona is here and um, one thing that my high school sweetheart said to me, he said, um, you know, I don't believe all this. And I said, oh, what? Cause I, you know, I'd be confused. I don't attract people who say anything. Like I don't attract people talking to me about my beliefs, about my practices. Like it just don't, it doesn't happen. So for him to say something like that, I'm completely like, what are you talking about? You don't believe all what? <laughs> you know, like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Some of y'all attract that very often. We're going to talk about how to handle that in this podcast. Uh, but he says, you don't believe all this. I said, believe all what? He said, all this witchcraft stuff. I don't believe all this. And I said, well, what do you believe? Why? Why did I say that? Why did I say that instead of going directly into some type of an offense or I'm being defensive and I'm trying to defend my position? Because I'm not going to fight you over beliefs. My beliefs do not require 
anyone else's participation. I'm participating with the universe at large. I don't need a human to co-sign my shit. I don't care. Listen to me. My relationship with God, with magic, with the universe, with life itself, with death is utterly personal. It has nothing at all to do with another human, with your approval, with with anything that you could give me or withhold from me. It doesn't have anything to do with you. This is my lifeline. This is my sanity, my spiritual health. This is the foundation of my existence. So it doesn't matter if you agree or not. So instead of fighting someone who you know, feels of some type of a need. Because I've never felt a need to walk up to anybody and say, you know, I don't believe your religion, right? You know, I don't believe what you believe. I've never felt the need to do that. And I actually think it's a certain kind of person. It takes a maybe a certain kind of curiosity on the, the good side and a certain kind of uh, insecurity on the other side on the negative side to even present yourself in that way and so to diffuse the situation to diffuse and to uh, take the most direct route to the end of the discussion I asked a question well what do you believe and I could tell he wasn't prepared for that question he actually looked taken aback and he says well I, I believe in the universe and I believe that, you know, the universe is, is, is science and all of this stuff that, that you believe, I believe is scientific, even though it's, it's, it's unproven. I said, that's what I believe too, except it is proven. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. Do you understand? You do not have to fight with anybody about what you believe or about what they don't believe. That's 100% outside of the scope of what we do as witches. We are practicing, we are studying, we are working our altars, we are casting our spells, we are remaining aligned with our intentions, attuned to our spirits, attuned to the spirit realm. We are walking by faith. We are putting our faith to work. Okay, we are not worried about what you believe and what you don't believe, especially if your life is not reflective of anything that I desire for myself. Let me take a, a sip of coffee on that one. You don't have anything that I want. I could give a shit less about what you believe. Not that, you know, I love this man. I love him. Beautiful heart. And, you know, by the end of the conversation, it turns out he probably does believe uh, more than he's letting on. By the end of the weekend, he said to me, did you cast a spell on me? Did I cast a spell? Did I cast a spell on you with the with the magic you say you don't believe in? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't cast a spell on you. <laughs> They're always the ones, if you notice, the ones who don't believe in nothing, who come back and they want their cards read. They want to know about the astrology. They want to tell you about some angel numbers they saw or whatever it is. Here's why you don't need to defend yourself against humans. One, most of them don't know what the hell they believe. Two, most of them feel the need 
to declare some kind of a position to you because they can see you are so strong and committed to your beliefs because they can see that your beliefs are a huge part of your life and your lifestyle that unsettles people why does it unsettle them because a lot of people don't have that level of conviction there is something so attractive and magical and magnetic about the level of conviction that people who live their religion, live their spirituality every day. They, they wear it like a cloak. They put it on like a garment. They, they are always in it, always thinking about it, always practicing, always, always in it. You understand? There is something about those types of people that makes them unlike every other person. The word holy, it means come from among them or called apart or set apart. And that holiness, that kind of um, set-apartness, if you will, that happens for people who are deeply spiritual, deeply practiced. People notice you. And when they don't have it, they want to attack it. They want to attack it. Not to mention, <clears throat> three, are we on three? Um, the real issue is not in what you believe. Because the things you believe, if you listen to other people, other people of other religions long enough, you realize they believe the same shit you believe. They do the same shit you... I watch Christians and see them with their little amethyst point earrings on their way to Sunday school or whatever. They believe the same shit you believe. They're drawn and attracted to the same things you're drawn and attracted to. They be anointing themselves with oil at the altar wearing all white on the first Sunday honey the problem is not with what you believe often the problem is that you are empowered you stand in your power you dare to go directly to God you are female embodied or or you are divinely feminine and you take a less uh, dogmatic, a less restrictive approach to spirituality, you are free, and that fucks with people. That fucks with their minds. Why? Because most people are not free. Most people have allowed the system and other people to beat them down and beat them into line and to terrify them into worshiping God in a certain way, have terrified them about who they are naturally, who they were born as, what they naturally desired, have terrified them about their own desires, terrified them about their own um, expressions of love, terrified them about what they're naturally attracted to, what they naturally prefer, and made them feel like every little thing they do is wrong. So here you come with your big, bold, free, loud, happy, female embodied, feminine, divinely feminine, happy as fuck, alternative lifestyle as fuck, free, spiritually connected, going to God directly, praying more than their fave, and they are bothered by you. How the hell you get so free? Who told you you could dye your hair lime green or pink and step out of line? Who let you go? Who let you go be free? They don't understand we fought for this freedom. 
In my case, I fought my mother. Literally. I fought my mother. Here's what happened. When I was 17, that was the last time I went to church with, you know, with my family before I uh, converted to paganism. Uh, but I was... Um, I was feeling very uncomfortable at the church. Every time I would go there, my whole body would shake. I would go sit in the hallway and meditate. I didn't know I was meditating. I didn't have the word meditation in my uh, vocabulary at the time. I just know, okay, that I needed to go out into the hallway, sit down on the cold floor, put my hands um on my lap and close my eyes and help myself to, to calm down so I would stop shaking all over. It was ridiculous. I couldn't stomach the fact that this man was up here lying. Now I'm a person who takes notes in church. So the final time that I went to church with my mother before the threat started and we started going back and forth and fighting and I had to let her know I'm 17 years old. If I go to hell, I fucking go to hell. My relationship between God is not between you and me and God anymore. It's between me and God. So step back. <laughs> Mind your business, old lady. Um, I'm going to worship God. I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to figure out my relationship with God in my own terms. The big overarching reason for me, overarching reason, overarching maybe, uh, reason that I was not going to continue going to Christian church is because I, a young black girl, did not feel comfortable worshiping an old white male God. I did not feel comfortable doing that. Why? Because if God is old white male and I am young black female I am the direct opposite of God if God is good what does that make me I'm not going it don't line up it don't math the logic is off I'm not going okay so I stopped going in the last day that I was in church I sat in church taking notes I'm that kind of girl I take notes there's spiritual knowledge to be had. Padrina was here last night spitting spiritual knowledge, telling me how to cleanse myself at the front door. I'm Hold on one moment. Let me grab my book. I have a book. I only write my, my Santero um, notes in, my um, stuff about the Orisha, stuff about Santeria. I only write it in that. Go get my notebook. I'm a person who takes notes, so I'm in church taking notes. And I must have been making faces at the preacher because he was talking about how forgiveness is unnatural and children are born in sin and born in iniquity and were born awful and evil. And I was like, everything you're saying is opposite. I am the oldest of five children. I've seen four babies at this point. They are born perfect. They forgive instantly. They will smile at you with the tears in their eyes. They let it go. They don't hold grudges. They love themselves completely. They're perfect in every way. They're happy. They're carefree. They're trusting. They're loving. They want to cuddle you. They all on your titty. They Children are perfect. So for you to tell me that they're born in sin, born in iniquity, when when Jesus already died, so the, the slate has already been cleaned, and I can only imagine that a witch like Jesus and his incredible sacrifice, Yeshua ben Joseph, Jesus, okay, that the effects of that sacrifice are retroactive and proactive, affecting the past, the infinite past, and the distant future. You know what I mean? Like affecting us 
in all times and all places. So if the sacrifice has already been made, why are you still all in the Old Testament telling people that they are born in sin and born in iniquity? Yes, maybe men fell. Maybe there was some huge mistake that happened in the beginning of creation, whatever. But didn't wasn't the sacrifice already made? Didn't the Son of Man, the Son of God, die and come back and now seated at the right hand of God? Wasn't the sacrifice already made? Washed us, made us pure and white as snow? Aren't we good? Why are y'all still talking about people being born in sin when the sacrifice was already made to cleanse us? You are lying. So I was sitting there taking notes and I was writing in my notebook about the opposite he was speaking a lie like everything was opposite and he started talking about there are some people in the sanctuary right now who don't believe what i'm saying i must have been turning my fucking face up because it's one thing about me i read this on the meme one thing about me is that my face is going to say it before my mouth to do so i'm looking at him probably looking at him crazy as hell and he said there are some people who are writing notes right now who don't believe what I'm saying and I think he referenced the devil or some shit and I was done with church I was done you're not a prophet you're just looking at me making stank faces at your dumbass. so I stopped going to church and I started working at a yoga studio so practicing yoga and there was um white witches which is you know like more of on the Wiccan side of things you know wheel of the year type people um, um, some of the, uh, what is this guy's name? Crowley and Gardini and, and some of these, these, um, witches around. There were, um, people there helping with detoxing and there was tea and I became a vegan and I cut off all my hair and there was a shaman, um, and his wife and we practiced astral projection and meditation, which is the same type of meditation that I guide people through today. And I was taught certain things and I took classes and then I became, um, the apprentice, a student of, um, um, an occultist who specialized in, uh, Kemetic sciences or Egyptian sciences and, learned all types of things um, and then was introduced to a polyamorous couple and they taught us about moon manifestation and sun manifestation and sun worship and um, the law of attraction and then just uh, the rabbit hole continues to deepen and widen as I go deeper and deeper into my studies and my practices and let me tell you four reason we not fighting with these bitches and this is the last one we got better things to do there are too many books to read too many classes to take too many things to do and you know for yourself that it's real you have had enough personal experiences that you know this is real and that you don't ever have to uh rely on the validation of another person who will never give it to you anyways to let you know that what you've seen with your own eyes is real. And you have such an advantage right now because the internet is filled with other girls and boys and other people who will talk to you about their experience and you will be able to compare notes and see you are not crazy. 
other people are experiencing the same things and if you listen closely enough in these other religions these abrahamic religions you will find that they discuss a lot of the same things they discuss the spirits they discuss the altars they discuss communicating with god the angels the demons the the burning of incense the making animal sacrifice they talk about a lot of the same things do not allow semantics to weaken or discourage you and do not waste your time arguing with motherfuckers who only half believe their dogmatic practices and dogmatic religions that they were given as children and they have never taken the time to examine themselves. You are not on the same level. You are not speaking the same language and you have absolutely nothing to prove to them. Continue living your life of conviction. Continue exploring your spirituality, your religion. Continue showing up for yourself, providing yourself with those sacred spaces and making contact with spirit and spirit will lead you, guide you, train you, teach you and direct you to those safe spaces where you will be uh, taught and where you can connect with other cultists, other practitioners. Stay beautiful, stay inspired, stay witchy as fuck. I don't care who got a problem with it. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.